Hey everybody, Luke McElroy from Mets Performance Consulting. Welcome back to another episode of the Physiology Secrets Podcast. Today, another short and sharp one. I just want to quickly talk about uh, carbohydrate supplementation during exercise. I feel like I might have covered a podcast on this a little bit earlier, but I think it's still a, a good timely reminder to go through uh, the, the metabolism behind carbohydrate usage. So look, long story short, it's sort of universally known that we can absorb about 90 grams of carbohydrates every hour, but we can only, we can only absorb, uh, sorry, 60 grams of, of glucose and the other 30 has to come from fructose. So we need a two to one glucose to fructose ratio. Now, most of the sports nutrition companies will, um, will supply their nutrition in this ratio, but some of them won't as well. So you need to do your research on that. So two to one glucose to fructose ratio. Now, the way it works is essentially in the body, we've got two different transporters. So one will one transporter is able to transport about 60 grams of glucose an hour, and the other transporter is a fructose transporter, uh, and that can do about 30 grams. So for example, if you were to just to have, let's say you had 90 grams of carbohydrates, but just from jelly beans. Now, jelly beans is 100% glucose. Um, so that means 60 grams would get transported, but the other 30 wouldn't. Uh, they wouldn't be able to get absorbed. And because it can't get absorbed, that's going to cause gastric upset and needing to find a toilet and all those kind of issues. So uh, it really is quite important when we're, when we're looking at above 60 grams an hour that we are looking at that two to one glucose to fructose ratio. Now, in terms of what you're actually using, it's going to be highly dependent on uh, obviously the exercise intensity that you're at. Uh, if, we're, if we're talking about, let's say something that's five hours or less, so basically a half distance Ironman or less, uh, you're going to be exercising, or you're going to be racing at a reasonable intensity. Now, we know that about 65% VO2 max, we have a 50-50 split of our carbs and fats. Um, the higher the intensity, the more carbohydrates and the less fat. So, for example, at threshold and VO2 max, you'll be using 100% carbohydrates, and then at a lower intensity, you'll be using more fat. So below that 65% VO2 max, these are things for ultra-distance runners and, and, and those sort of lower-intensity sports, we will use a bit more fat. So if you're looking at something around the you know, five hours or less mark, you're going to be using quite a bit of carbohydrates uh, for most people, unless you're just trying to finish the race. If you're actually racing it at a reasonable intensity, you're going to be using a fair few carbohydrates. Uh, so in terms of, of, of where we're at, generally for most people, it's around about 60 to 90 grams an hour required of, of carbohydrates. Uh, if you're a smaller person, a, a smaller person, sorry, so let's say, you know, under 70 kilos, you'll be closer to that 60 to 75 gram mark. If you're sort of 75, 85, 95 kilos plus, then you'll be closer to that that sort of 80 to, to 90 grams of carbohydrates. So um, yeah, it's something that you can get measured. There's lots of factors that come, that come into it, but it is something that you can get measured, but it's also quite dynamic in the sense that as soon as you change intensity, then the number or the grams of carbohydrates that you're using per hour is going to change as well. It will also change with fitness because as I said, it's 65% of your VO2 max is a 50-50 split. You improve or, deep or, 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 or decrease your VO2 max, that's 65% is obviously going to change what, what speed that's at as well. If your VO2 max is, happens at 20 Ks an hour, then 65% of that is, is whatever it is, 16 and a half Ks, maybe I could be a bit wrong there, but close enough to. If your new VO2 max pace is, is 22 Ks an hour, then 65% might be like 17 and a half instead of 16 and a half. So it's going to change uh, based on your fitness as well. So you can get it measured at places. I know Monash University do it. Um, uh, there is some, well, last time I went, went there to, to try it, it was, it was okay, but there was some fine tuning they needed. So it is something that you can measure, but as I said, it is quite dynamic as well. Um, 
I think the key takeaways that you want from this is that when you're looking at race nutrition, you want that two to one glucose to fructose ratio up to 60 grams of, of glucose, 30 grams of fructose. Um, and uh, you, you need to look at somewhere in that 60 to 90 range. And the best way to figure out for yourself is, is, is practice. So do it in training. Um, don't just go and do 90 grams an hour during race day. That is going to cause lots of gastric problems. Uh, so you're going to start off at 60, build it to 70, build it to 80, build it to 90 in training every hour, uh, and then see what what you can stomach first and foremost, and then also at what point do you feel flat and what, at what point do you hit the wall? Is that happening at four hours or is it happening at 10 hours? If it's close to 10, depending on the, you know, if you're doing an Ironman, if you're closer to 10, then happy days, you've nailed it, um, and, you, and you just have to sort of play around with that. So two to one glucose fructose, play around with somewhere between 60 and 90, see what sits well with yourself. And uh, practice makes perfect. Do it in training and then it will come good on race day. That's it for me. Speak to you next time. Hopefully you found that useful and speak soon. Bye for now.